1: This is Claire McKenna in for Andrea this afternoon. You can text 53106, it'll cost you 30 cent, or you can always email us lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. Now, calling someone bald at work is sexual harassment, an employment tribunal in the UK has ruled this week. It comes after electrician Tony Finn took a claim against his former employer of 24 years before he was fired in May 2021. He complained that he was a victim of sexual harassment due to comments made about his lack of hair by his factory supervisor. Is this kind of abuse still common or how do perceptions of baldness in 2022 compare to previous eras? Well, someone who's written about his experiences in the past is Connor Pope of the Irish Times and he joins me on the line now. Hello, Connor. How are you?
0: Hi, Claire. How are you getting on?
1: Do you think you're Ireland's most famous bald man?
0: I don't think so. I think there's probably loads more famous people (laughs) than I am. And it's not something that I would ever have considered sexual harassment. I I would consider it a statement of fact. I thought what was interesting about this particular story that came out of the UK was the chap in question was called a bald, I'm going to say the word country. C-word. C-word. What (laughs) what,
1: what word did you use?
0: I was going to say the word country. um, Okay. Close to the
1: bone. Let's just go back to C-word. But yes, carry on. Uh,
0: But uh, he didn't object to the C-word. In his, in his submission to the tribunal, he objected to the B word. He objects to being called bald and he did perceive it to be a, a, a sexual discrimination because obviously the, the vast majority of people who suffer from male pattern baldness, as the name might suggest, are men. Um, I don't know if things have changed. I do know that I have been called a bald fecker in the past by random people on the street. And I'm fairly relaxed about it because I would consider it more of a statement of fact than an insult. Um, but I do appreciate that there are, there are for some people, it would really trouble them and it would really upset them. But I think for a, for a lot of other people who've embraced the fact that this is just part of who they are, they get on with it and it's like being co- called big ears or someone with a, with an oddly shaped nose or whatever it might be. I do think the person il- personal insult element of it is just, a, you know, it's totally apparent. shouldn't happen, should never Happen in the workplace, but as I say, it's not something that would cause me undue concern.
1: And it's interesting, as you say, because the tribunal was trying to assess whether it was an insult or sexual harassment. And you know, as I say, they came down to confirming that it's a mainly a male issue, women can have alopecia, but it's male patent baldness, so it's a, it's a male issue. But they compared it to calling out a, the size of a woman's chest and how That's harassing right. that would be in a work situation. And I would never have put the two side by side. No, neither
0: would I. But I suppose their thinking is they refer- this insult was referring to a person's physical attributes, whether they're men or women. And I, I, I guess their argument is that if you refer to somebody's physical attributes in a derogatory way, Well, that's unacceptable in the Mm. workplace. And of course, it's unacceptable in the workplace. It's unacceptable on the street to refer to somebody's physical attributes in in a derogatory way. But the funny thing is that you do find some people who think it's perfectly acceptable to say, oh, hello, Kojak or whatever it might be. Now, I guess they would be people of a certain generation because only people of a certain generation would have a notion who Kojak is. Um, and I, But it, it has happened to me and I just shrug it off. It's not the end of the world. Now, ha- having said that, when I was in my 20s and I started to confront the reality that maybe my thick, luscious locks wouldn't be with me for the rest of my life, it would have upset me at that point but i think people you know and and i can understand how it can still upset some people because it is something that that can fuel anxiety that can make people lose confidence and can really upset them and their lives but For me and from my perspective, I guess it's just it's something that I had to embrace because I figured the alternative to embracing it was to be fighting this losing struggle for 10, 20, 30 years. And I think it would have just led to untold hardship and heartache and expense because there was no way I was going to go down the road of spending all of that absurd amount of money on treatments that might have prevented the hair loss. So I just said, it, I'm just going to shave it all off and it'll be grand.
1: Yeah, it's funny, we spent a long time on the programme yesterday discussing a sports bra ad that pictured women's chests and we were talking about how wrong in many aspects that this female body part has become sexualized. But the fact is, it has. So that's why I would have thought a comment about it was in some way considered sexual harassment. But as you say, to mention anyone's physical appearance it's just not acceptable in a uh, work setup or otherwise but it depends on how the other person feels about that physical attribute as to the amount of damage it's going to do like you seem to have made peace with it and you're fine but for somebody else it might be a real raw nerve that you are going to hit and have a have a real impact with
0: no, no, 100%. And I mean, I'm, even even sometimes you, 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 you use the phrase make peace with the fact. Like, it's like I'm not yeah, making peace yeah. with it. It's just like, it, it's a, a fact. It's, it's who I am. It's a fact. And in the same way that I wouldn't make peace about the size of my ears or the size of my feet. You know, it's like, it's not something that co- I lose any sleep over. <laughs> and, 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 and I wish more people adopted that approach. But the thing is, a lot of people would see that as a physical weakness. And the insult is then used to target what somebody perceives as a physical weakness. And that's probably what happened on this uh, factory floor in the UK. Somebody said, well, this is something that I perceive to be a weakness in this person who's standing opposite me, so I'm going to go after that. And I think that's the problem with that level of abuse because it's, it's somebody trying to target somebody else in a way that they think will hurt them most efficiently, and like as I say, if somebody wanted to target me in that way, I'm fine with it. I don't give a rasher's. But there are other people who would be really conscious of it, and I think that's why it's unacceptable behaviour. It's it's just it, it, it shouldn't be allowed. I agree. I wouldn't. I would never have characterised it as sexual harassment or, or or sexual discrimination or anything like that. And um, in the same way that I, I think somebody who like if you if you were to make des- derogatory or disparaging comments about a, you know a woman's chest size, that clearly is sexual harassment. Um, so it, it it's an unusual ruling from the UK and I guess that's why we were talking about
1: it. Yeah, and then it's going to have precedence as well. This could be called on again because once it's sort of said in a, in a setting like this, it, it tends to carry weight going forward. And and what do you make of the, the trend of men doing something about the baldness. I know there's a lot of um, enhancements you can have and treatments you can have, a lot of trips to, to Turkey from Ireland. What do you
0: make of that trend? I wish they wouldn't, but I'm speaking for myself because I think it's people who have a a, a degree or a lack of confidence and and they believe that this thing will bolster their confidence. And indeed, for some people, it might. But I think... And, and again, I'm speaking entirely personally. I think confidence comes from within, and I don't think it comes from getting a hair transplant or hair replacement therapies or medications or whatever it might be. And and I think what what what, what sometimes happens is people are chasing that confidence that they think they should have, and they believe to themselves, "If I only had hair." my life would be perfect or my life would be better. And that's just simply not the case. But the thing is, there's a lot of cultural reasons for this. I mean, even going back to an episode of The Simpsons from 25, 30 years ago, when Homer Simpson took a magical regrowth, uh, hair regrowth uh, therapy. And suddenly he had a fine Samson like head of hair and his life was immeasurably better as a result of it. And then, of course, it being Homer Simpson, everything fell apart, lost all his hair. His life fell apart again. And I think that's a a kind of a whimsical approach to what happens when people lose their hair. But for other people, it's a very common thing.
1: Well, Conor Pope of the Irish Times, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for calling me out on that making peace comment. <laughs> I like that. I think that's really good. Thank you so much. We'd like to hear from you what you have to say. Five three one zero six at a cost of thirty cent. Or you can email us lunchtime live at newstalk Comments made about your personal appearance. I mean, we're talking about baldness. Um, so, so let's keep on that. You know, it was quite enlightening talking to, to Conor about his experience of it, but. I think any time people comment on your appearance, it's often said that, you know, people say you should lose weight and, and come out with that, whereas you would never say to somebody you should, you should put on weight. So I don't like comments on someone's personal appearance. But if it's happened to you, how did it make you feel? And do you agree that talking about baldness is mainly a male issue, so it's sexual harassment?
0: Lunchtime Live
1: with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News
0: Talk.